You are now listening to Cyber Time Bite, hosted by me, Stephen Clark. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey there, everybody. Uh, this is Steven here um, for Cyber Time Bite, episode 19. And I'm here with an old, my old teacher, my old instructor from college, um, <laughs> Jason Cage from B9. You sound so old. Yeah, I know. From, from, from the old B96 here in Chicago. Uh, what's up? What's up? I couldn't make it to the big 20 episode, the big, the big 2-0 celebration episode squeeze me in a 19 you're just a <laughs> week off <laughs> one off we'll split it up we'll make it a two-part this will be episode 19 then i'll uh the continuation will fall into 20 i guess <laughs> oh that's how it'll god. go oh my god well uh how, how you been man how, how i'm been? good i'm good how are you this podcast is fire so yeah, I've been uh, I've been good. I mean, I just um, you know, just living life, you know, working and doing doing my thing. Nice. Where you at? You on the air somewhere? You uh, well, just this, doing this or? Well, I um, I actually do two podcasts. I do this one, nice, and then I do another one based off um this show called Adventure Time on television. Nice. Been doing that one for almost four years, and I'm been doing this one for a few months. So that's awesome. <clears throat> it's the future. That's what they say. I'm just lazy. I haven't done it yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get around to it. So, um, so I guess I guess the first one you can ask is that when um, how how long were you on B ninety six for? Yeah, so I was at B ninety six from what was that twenty eleven till about twenty sixteen. So I guess that was I don't know five years, six years. Was that your uh, first gig? No, I that was my let's see one two three four fifth fifth radio gig, Chicago. <laughs> I uh, you want to know my whole backstory because it's it's not as entertaining as <laughs> you think. No, no, no. Yeah, I, go ahead. No, 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 it's no, it's fine. I mean, like I I, I would love to hear but how how you started and all that stuff. Yeah, so I'm from Huntsville, Alabama. Is my hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and literally one night, well, my background in high school, cause it's the sexiest thing to say. I was a professional magician, <laughs> not musician, which would have gotten me a lot more ladies, but mag- magician, <laughs> uh, all through high school. I worked in like Applebee's and, uh, would come in on the weekends and perform for two hours and made a bunch of money. Uh, it was goofy. So I kind of got used to like approaching managers and stuff. Uh, you know, cold and going, hey, here's the wacky thing I do and you should pay me for it. So yeah, radio just kind of popped in my head one day and I reached out to my local program. I didn't know what a program director was. I just went to the website for ZYP in Huntsville. This is like, I think it's like market 118 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seemed important. So I wrote the guy, gave him the dumbest pitch in the world probably to, to convince him to let me come in and chat with him. Uh, and I did. I think I wore a suit. I don't remember what it was. I was like 19, I think, at the time. I just graduated high school. Yeah. Uh, so I think he was just impressed by how dumb I was and, you know, ballsy, I guess. So he put me in with the night guy as an intern. Uh, I interned there for about 30 days and then I ended up getting the midnight to 5 a.m. shift on 
ZYP in my hometown, which I thought was the freaking coolest thing in the world because that was the station I kind of grew up listening to. So I did that for a while, uh, about six months, and then I ended up going down to Dothan, Alabama, which was an even smaller city. Mm-hmm. I think it was like Market 182 or 190 or something, and, but I got my first actual night show. So I was doing 7 to Midnight in the small market. Kind of did that for a while. Then I got a call to go to Savannah, Georgia, and I was there at a station called Z102 for about six, seven months. Uh, did some goofy stuff, kind of got some press and I uh, made a website called divorcekevin.com, and I think it was feedlindsay.com to get Lindsay Lohan to eat Yeah. Uh, at the time, and it kind of went viral. This is pre-YouTube. And then I went from uh, Savannah to Little Rock, Arkansas, which I was there for about five years, from about 2005 to 11-ish, and then I went from Little Rock to Chicago. So I went from, <laughs> so it was like market 118, 192, 165, 85, Little Rock to three uh, which was Chicago, and I've been in two other markets since Chicago. Um, now I'm in Houston. So, so, so when it comes to the stations that you work for, do you usually tend to go for the music that you kind of like, or do you are you like do you you don't really care about that? No, the music's not important to me. It's more so the demographics that I'm talking to because I have a very specific kind of style to my personality. So I want to make sure that works with the people that I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. So traditionally, it's been top 40. In my younger days, I'm only 34, but in my younger my younger 20s, top 40 was kind of the way to go because, you know, that was sort of the demographic uh, that I was. 18 to 34-year-old females traditionally was who I was talking to, and I was a young dude. Uh, so that's kind of what I went for in a hot AC station, but it's a very um, kind of adult top 40 type station. So it's not like the it's, – it's run like a top 40. I'm doing the same show I've always done, but we're targeting 25 – 54 women so it's based on the demographic i used to talk to has now gotten older and i'm just still talking to them but on, on a different format so yeah it's always the audience is more important to me than music because that's not really you know that's that's like the burgers we're slinging to bring them in but so um what um what uh what made what 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 kind of well, how let me rephrase the question so how um what got you the the be an instructor at the at a ICB or or known as IMS now? Yeah, it's actually funny. I was uh, they approached us uh, the show. I guess our salespeople to do endorsements. Which uh, you know, once you have a show, one of the things you can do. I'm sure you've heard lots of people going, "Hey, it's so and so talking about my pillow or talking about whatever." So one of the things I endorsed on the show was. Hey, you want to get into radio? Want to find a cool way to get into it? A quick way to get an internship? Yada yada. Mm-hmm. You should go check out ICB, Illinois City for Broadcasting. So I did that for about a year. I endorsed them on the show, and then I think it was just you know I, I came in and chatted with a few classes, and I just liked it. I really like working with talent, like uh, um, you know, kind of sharing the knowledge I've somehow acquired over the years. So yeah, I just kind of dug it. So I just you know did it for fun, really, just to kind of, and it was good practice too, because one of my goals um and radios to come become a programmer one day program director mm-hmm. um so it's just good you know practice with working with talent and kind of working with students and you know up-and-comers and all that kind of good stuff so yeah that's kind of how i got into it so like do you, do you have it well besides you know august days 2012 your favorite class ever am i right of course <laughs> 
what 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 um what was your what was your favorite uh thing to teach when you were teaching there a lot of i mean i think really it was just uh i mean you know i I enjoy the radio stuff but i enjoy production and you know imaging and doing all the you know adobe audition stuff i mean i've been using it since it was cool at a pro back in the day Mm -hmm. just kind of the concept that you have to know everything in this business if you really want to be successful you know you can't just be good at one thing you need to be good at multiple things so just kind of that lesson of soak it all in and see what works for you and take it where you can take it so do you um do you, do you have an opinion on on like because i know adobe i know um, when i was there i was taught in the way of adobe audition in the way of audio editing mm-hmm. but do you think audacity is the same thing or do you think adobe audition offers you more yeah, I mean, honestly, I think uh, I th- doing doing imaging is kind of like being on the radio. I mean, everyone's going to have their own particular style and their own um, just kind of, you know, I guess favorites and what they're familiar with. So usually, in my experience, whatever you kind of learn to do imaging on is what people kind of stick with. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're going to become a full-time imaging director, then yeah, that's when people kind of move up to, you know, some more complex software. But Radio imaging is not really that super complicated. I mean, if anything, it's gotten cleaner over the years. But I like I like Adobe. It's a multi-track, has plenty for what I need to get done. You know, a lot of voice. Just if you're doing like voicing spots and putting beds behind it, it's all you need. But yeah, I mean, this. You know, I I think uh, honestly, Adobe's kind of cluttered it up. I think they've just added crap just so they can act like they're doing stuff to it and in doing so in my brain it's become a lot more just you know extra steps to get the same thing done so i don't know so do, so do you think that um you would ever consider doing like voice acting work if you're if you're asked to yeah i have i've actually done quite a bit of stuff for uh i was the voice of the who was it texas some some aquarium texas i don't know i was <laughs> i was in uh i was in chicago at the time when i was no i was in little rock at the time when i was voicing them i've done lots of stuff i mean i'm a sag after member you know after american federation or whatever so i can do a lot of the union work I've, I've done some of it i've dabbled in it but it's just not really been a focus but yeah if somebody approaches me i'm all about it. i do lots of stuff for the station so so what what's been your favorite station to work for so far? That uh, I mean, they've all been fun. They've all they've all had qualities I really enjoyed about them. Uh, every city I've been in, no matter how small or big, has had s- stuff I really loved about it. Uh, I I'm really enjoying where we are now. I mean, this was a uh, Houston's mix is a station that was a heritage brand in the market. It's gone through lots of kind of iterations of what it is, uh, and I think with Chase Murphy, who's my PD, I think under him and. It's bigger than it's been in, gosh, man, 20 years probably. Uh, you know, my show was, when I took the show last June, it was 16th. And as of this last ratings period, it was third. So that's, my show's jumped a lot. Station overalls, yeah, I think like top three in Cume, which is total amount of people listening. Uh, it's gone big. So I'm just, it's fun. It's a fun market. It's it's cheap to live here, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Chicago was not so cheap. So <laughs> I'm happy to make the same amount of money and be able to use it more. So, so um, what um, what kind of um, what kind of demo, not kind, of, what kind of demographic, but uh, what kind of uh, um, is it like? No, wait, I, I forget. Oh, here we go. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was, I was trying, to, trying to rethink the question. Um, 
Are you still a night guy, or are you an afternoon guy now? No, I do afternoons here. So I, after Chicago, I actually went to do mornings. Uh, I was called to go do mornings uh, at a CBS station, same company that owns B96. I'm with the same company now, but in Houston. Um, it was CBS at the time, now it's Intercom. But I went to do mornings, did a morning show for about a year at a station that they were trying to kind of get off the ground and just wasn't making the revenue it needed, so it ended up flipping formats so when that happened, I ended up coming to Houston uh, to do afternoons, which I love it. I mean, after afternoons, is, I'm essentially doing a morning show in the afternoon without having to get up at the butt crack of dawn. So <laughs> that's nice. But yeah, so I'm on three to seven Monday through Friday. So um, is is what's your favorite part about about the station? I mean, like obviously you do obviously doing what you be behind the microphone, but is there any other side jobs that they make you do that you that you like doing? <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, pretty standard stuff. I mean, you know, appearances, I'm mean, doing afternoons. Um, I get a lot more endorsements and events and talent fees, which is super nice. Uh, usually, you know, mornings and afternoons are the two most important day parts on the station. So uh, our morning shows rocking and rolling. So, I mean, there's only so many things they can do. But, yeah, as far as just extra money I make, <laughs> super nice. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I like my boss's style here. He's really... You know, he's one of those programmers who likes to do a show and likes the station to do promotions that are interesting and people remember and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not just, hey, call number nine, win something right now. I mean, yeah, there's fun things like we're kicking off a contest pretty soon called uh, Prada or Nada. We do shoes days on Tuesdays where we give out shoes, which has been a huge thing. We do, uh, I mean, just fun stuff that really resonates with that demographic, which makes my job easier because it gets me ratings for stuff that I don't really have to do. <laughs> it's just baked into the station. So like, so like, um, it was the craziest thing that ever happened to you when making an appearance for your show. Like, was there any crazy fans? That ever oh gosh. Yeah. There's been a few. We got, we got a lady here. I call her the peaches lady. She always brings us, uh, brings me peaches, uh, which I, usually give to somebody else because I'm too scared to eat, but <laughs> it's super nice people. We had the honey baked ham lady. We got a guy named Michael who shows up uh, with his fanny pack and his uh, Walkman radio uh, that he likes to roll around with. Uh, nothing nuts, though. I mean, I've had a few crazy fans back in the day who left some pretty nutty notes on uh, like our station vehicle uh, and some other weird stuff. But, uh, yeah, nothing that's made me feel like I need a bodyguard. <laughs> thank, thank goodness. I know I've had some friends who've had to get bodyguards for weird-ass people, but <laughs> the, nothing nuts. The, no, I mean, like, no, you can call them the Jason Brigade. Yeah, yeah. I know back in my, my night show days, yeah, we used to have lots of, uh, you know, 12, 13-year-olds, whatever it was. It would just sneak over to the station, and you'd walk out, and they'd be peeking around bushes and crap, and it'd be it's like, what the hell, man? <laughs> Just weirdness, but yeah, as I've gotten older, I think they've gotten older as well, so hopefully the crazy's starting to kind of wear off. But, um, but as I saw, you have a family now, right? Like, you have, I, yes! Somehow I convinced a chick to get married to me and have a baby with me. It's weird. How, how's that going? Is it, it's going great! Well? Yeah, it's great. Griffin, he's uh, one and a half. My wife does uh, ultrasound, so she uh, scans other people's babies all day uh but yeah no it's been great man. Oh, that, that's 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 uh that's amazing 
Um, so I'm get so like, are they with with you having your family now? Are they all right with all this traveling and all that stuff, especially for the baby? Yeah, I mean, my wife uh, specifically got the job or went to school, back to school for the industry that she's in because it's one of those jobs you can literally live anywhere mm-hmm. uh, and do that job. Go, you know, we got a good five years of uh, before my son's in school, school. So if there's any kind of moving that's going to happen, it would probably be in the next five years. But, you know, I got into the job because I love moving. I just love being in different places and seeing different stuff. But once he hits school, we'll try to stay put somewhere, ideally. Uh, but, yeah, they're all pretty good with it. I mean, he's too young to tell me no. So He can't be like, no. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my wife's happy. She likes, you know, it's she doesn't mind moving. It's, you know, just getting to live somewhere new and fun and meet new people and have friends all over. So Yeah, that's that's actually really cool. So Yeah, being a radio is awesome actually. Because anywhere you go in the country, like there's a good chance I know someone there. Like I know at least some DJ on some station doing something. So you can always hit up somebody, hey I'm gonna be in town. Like where should we go? And hey, let's meet up and so that's you could be in the fun you could be in the middle of Idaho and be like, I know yeah. you It really is. It really I mean people come to Houston and I'll have like, you know, their DJ pals going, Hey my Aunt Sally's going to be in Houston for the night or whatever, you know, where should she go or what should she do or, you know, yada, yada. And I help them out. And if I'm ever in Vegas, I've got friends out in Vegas, you know, I've got friends in New York. I've got, I mean, all over the place. So it's always when I head back to Chicago, we know tons of people. It's the, it's the perks of being a, a professional radio DJ. You just get to know people, you know, you do. Yeah. I mean, it's a very, very small industry. And if, you know, anything that you do is going to, Everyone's going to know about it by the next day. It's sort of like living in a small town. Like <laughs> That's good and bad. I mean, it's good because you, you can build a good reputation, but it's also bad because you can quickly build a bad reputation. Uh, but, yeah, it's definitely good to know people. Yeah, so so I pro- so I know that we promised like an hour, right? Because you have to be, be back and doing your thing at 2. Yeah, i got to roll here in about five minutes, yeah. So um, I, th- I, th- I think we, we got a pretty good conversation out of this, don't you think? Yes. I thought it was the best podcast ever. I should come back for our episode twenty. I think. <laughs> you want that episode twenty? Really yes, bad, don't it's you? a big deal, man. That's a benchmark. That's a uh, you know, that's a milestone. That's Wait. good. Who else has been on the podcast? What's that? Oh. Who else has been on your podcast? Oh, I've had uh, I had the like, I don't know if you know this guy, but you remember? I, I don't know if you ever watched wrestling when you were little, but remember? Uh, sure. Remember Brian Pillman? Yeah, vaguely. I I had his son on the show. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, rock on. I've had uh, I I had like, like since I'm like a nerd for cosplaying, I had a bunch of cosplayers yeah, yeah. on. Uh, Dude, right on. I had uh, I had a few. Um, I had I had like a, I had like this band on at one time, and and a couple a couple of our people that I knew like from YouTube and such, and it was it was really cool. I mean, I had really Dude, yeah, had, that's awesome. Yeah, just find you a niche. That's all you need. Find you a niche and go with it. Still trying to get this show on. It would be really cool if I got this show on some station somewhere. That would be really cool. But like, yeah, I mean, you just got to get a big enough, uh, you know, big enough popularity behind it, and I'm sure somebody'd be like, "Hey, this would be sweet." Yeah. So, um, thank, thank you, Jason, for dude. No problem, man. Let me know what you need. If you ever need something, let me know. Yeah. You wanna, um, you wanna, uh, if you have any social media, you wanna say that right now to the people who are listening right yes. now. Yes. Uh, it's at Cade Show slash my God, he's so sexy. It's like two badgers fighting in a beanbag chair under his shirt. Uh, dot com. 
Yeah, just Cage Show. <laughs> C-A-G-E-S-H-O-W. I think Jason Cage and some of them. You'll find me. Just Google it. Do you have an, and there I am. Are you on Twitter? Um, you have a Facebook page? Yeah, Cage Show Twitter, Cage Show Instagram. Uh, I think it's just, you know, Jason Cage on uh, Facebook. Snapchat. Jason Cage Nudes. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. Hi, right, buddy. Thanks, man. Hey, no problem. Hey. Appreciate you. Hey, it's, it's no, it's no problem, man. I hope you have Send a me the link. Send me the link when it's up. Oh, I will. I will. All right, buddy. Cool. Right on, pal. Be good, man. See ya. See ya. Hey, bye. Bye. Yeah. So, so thank you, everyone, for tuning in for Cyber Time Ooh. by episode um, nineteen. And you can find me at Nostalgia Vamp on Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook at Cyber Time Bite. And you can get my um, merchandise at redball.com. And yeah, so thank you everyone for tuning in. And I will see you all next time.